At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. Hour number three of Betting Across America brought to you by our friends at BetMGM. I am Brady Cannon live at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa on the tip of the strip. My partner James Salinas is along via Denver, Colorado. James, we were talking about those high winds when you and I were doing the VSIN Bet Center on Saturday. Is it still blowing out there in Denver? Not any longer, so it's very mellow, so that's a good thing. The the team that my kiddo plays baseball on, we were at the game early in his tournament yesterday, so miserable being out there with gusts up to 50 miles an hour. No fun to play baseball, but sounds like he's pitching very well, and they're having blue skies and no wind. Very conducive for good baseball today. Perfect. Well, the winds have died down here in Las Vegas as well. It's uh, the time of the year, the springtime. We always get some, some gusts blowing through the desert, but uh, getting a little bit of a reprieve today. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks making another statement here in Game 4 against the Chicago Bulls. Of course, they lead the series two games to one, but out in front right now, 48-39, to 39, a nine-point advantage over the home team, Chicago Bulls. Just about two and a half minutes left in the first half there, and Milwaukee has moved out to an eight-and-a-half point favorite in the live market. Your total at 214 and a half. James, anything in the way of in-game wagering uh, attractive to you here in this one? No, I think I'm, I'm good where I'm at with DeRozan. Right now, DeRozan only has six points scored wow. in this game. Three of six shooting from the floor. One of those came off a breakaway steal that he got a, a, an easy bunny on. So just, in a sense, two of five from the floor. And again, this is, just doesn't fit his style of play when you think about the defense that the Milwaukee Bucks play from the free throw line extended into the paint. That's where DeRozan likes to get his looks. And so struggling so far, three of seven from the floor right now for DeRozan for just six points. And then the other piece, too, is, is 
because I've I have the future. I have the exact future with the Bucks to play the Suns in the in the finals. So rooting that on right now. So that's where I'm kind of at. Like that's uh, I'll let this kind of pass. And I've, I've, maybe an interesting story. Let me just pull this up and I'll just share this and I'll share it with you. Um, this is something I don't know if, and every state's different, so I don't know how it looks in other states. I can just speak to what it's like here in Colorado with what some of the books do. And you put some of your future bets out, or any bet for that matter, they always have some, well not, I won't say always, but sometimes, occasionally, they will have opportunities to cash out. And so right. I was looking at this, and so prior to the playoffs starting, I had I had taken I said I'm going to commit myself to three units, for, so three thousand for me, and I'm going to split them up in half, fifteen hundred on each, and do an exacta of the bucks to beat the Suns in the finals, and then the opposite side, the Suns to beat the Bucks in the finals. And that was, uh, it was 11 to 1 at that point, but obviously you can't hit both of those. And and they gave me a cash-out option when the injuries came up the other day with both teams losing one of their star players, Chris Middleton, as well as Devin Booker for the Suns. And they gave me a cash-out option. I had put in 1500 on each one of those, and they offered me 1355 to get out of that. And I looked at that, and then I looked what they were offering Brady, and they were also offering, and that's what I did here, they were offering, and I pulled it up here now just so I'm exact with it, they had offered Bucks Suns, who will reach the final, um, who will reach the final Bucks Suns at 10 to 1, and I did the math, and I said, you know what, I'm actually going to be able to increase what my original bet was by nearly $12,000 if I cash out at that price, roll that $2,700 that they're giving me back here, which I did at 10 to 1 for the Bucks to, to, to play the Suns in the final, to reach the final. I'm getting almost $12,000 in equity more than what I would have done originally with that first $3,000. So that's what I did. I cashed those out. I rolled it into here. Bucks to beat the Suns for 2700 at 10 to 1. So that's what I'm rooting on right now. Bucks to get out of, knock this one home, finish this series in five, get rested, get Chris Middleton back healthy for that showdown against the Celtics come second round. Very interesting and uh, nice job by you there getting that figured out and taking advantage of that. Now, clarify, if you would, for me on what the new bet uh, that you made was. Was it yep. will either team get to the finals or, yep. or say, say it, what was it again? Right. So so that's the difference. And I did it. I split it. The first time going around where I, I took 1500 on each one saying the Bucks over the Suns in the finals. Yeah, you and were looking the at exact the result the first time. Exactly. But this and new one is different. Yep. And I did it that first time just because I know they'll give you opportunities for cash outs. And maybe if it gets all the way there and we can find some some added value, maybe I can cash out one as opposed to the other. Um, but in this case here, it's just one play and it's who will reach the final Bucks versus Suns. And uh, that was at 10 to one. I did that on Friday night. And that was after the fact when the Suns and the Bucks both won those game threes on the road. They offered that late Friday night. I looked at it. I cashed it out. I put these ones back in and said, I'm going to stick with the bets here. I'm only, it's only three units of investment for me. I'm not looking to cash out and get my money back or anything. I'm going to let that ride. Uh, Cause I think both players will come back eventually and they'll be healthy, but you're going to give me those two and be able to build the equity that I did from what I was going to win at 16.5 to now here, what the uh, the back will be at, what, 27.7? Uh, yeah, it just made sense for me for almost $12,000 in equity to make that route and still have, in a sense, the same bet. 
All right, very good. And the Bucks are looking very good right now. 56 to 41, just 45 seconds left to go before halftime, and they have a 15 point advantage. They are 11 and a half point favorites in the live market. 211 and a half is your live total. Let's talk about game four in the NBA playoff matchup between the Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks. This will tip off at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And Miami, of course, took the first two games pretty handily on their home floor and they nearly took game three as well to take a commanding three games to none lead but it was Trey Young through the lane for a floater that saved the Atlanta Hawks and kept this series interesting now two games to one Miami leads the series Atlanta is at home again today trying to make it two games apiece in this series in the Eastern Conference the Heat opened up as a small favorite just a point and a half there are some twos out there but the consensus number is is still the heat minus one and a half and your total is at 221 really not a whole lot of movement in the line yet anyway any involvement for here uh, for you in this one James well, I think not a whole lot of involvement, not a lot of movement to your point, like you said, Brady, because it's the injury factor right now. What's going to happen with Kyle Lowry on the Miami Heat side? Went out of that game in game three, pulling a hamstring. And, you know, he's 36 years old here. A lot of miles on those legs for Kyle Lowry and did not practice yesterday for the Miami Heat. Was seen at practice and was moving around, at least reportedly, take it for what that's worth, but reportedly was seen on the side just working out not moving very well. I suspect we're not going to see Kyle Lowry out there for the Miami Heat. That's a big loss for Miami in their half-court offense. I mean, he's the—he's not going to be the lead scorer. You know, it's 36 years old, but he brings that championship pedigree with him, and he's going to be the guy that handles the. He's going to be facilitating the sets when they get into the half court and looking to, especially for the way that Miami runs their offense, especially and thinking about early in the game. A lot of times, looking for to try to get Tyler Hero as well as Duncan Robinson. Those guys do a lot of off-ball action, in particular for Robinson. I think we see a lot of times. The Heat early in the game try to get Duncan Robinson going offensively from the perimeter, run a lot of off-ball sets. He moves around off of, off a number of staggered screens, and that's going to be Lowry facilitating that offense. I think if he's not there, that's really going to impact what Miami does on that offensive side of, uh, of the floor because then it's going to be, well, Jimmy Butler's going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to take over. He's fully capable of doing that. We saw how he played in Miami early in this, this series against the Hawks, but, you know, sometimes when it's Jimmy Jimmy Butler having to dominate the basketball, then it tends to be a lot of standing and watching while Jimmy Butler just pounds the ball on the on the deck looking to make a play. So I think it slows the tempo down for the Miami Heat. Definitely not having Kyle Lowry out there. It's going to hurt their execution offensively for sure in the half court. And then on the other side for the Hawks, Clint Capella is listed as a game-time decision for Atlanta. Now, he has missed the entirety of the season, hurting himself in that series or in the play-in series or the play-in process getting to this series against the Heat. If Capella is able to come back, we know Collins is still working himself back into that lineup, getting healthy on the interior. I think that just lends more to more defensive-minded play for the Hawks in that half court. I'd be looking at the under here sitting at 221. I don't see how this gets over with not having Kyle Lowry out there 
being able to perform. And if Capella is able to get back out there, huge boost defensively and on the defensive glass for the Atlanta Hawks. Two injuries that I'm going to be keeping an eye on as we get closer to tip-off. Yeah, I, I think that handicap makes a lot of sense there, and you kind of lean on the absence of Kyle Lowry. I wonder if that same thinking translates into the prop market for you. It, and you talk about Jimmy Butler, you know, if he's going to be doing a lot of isolation and, and you know, kind of standing around yes. and trying to carry the load by himself, do you think maybe his point total goes over in the player prop market? He's at 24 and a half right now. Uh, the other one that caught my eye, James, is Trey Young. His point total is at 27 and a half. That's the highest of any player on the board. And we know Trey Young had a great game in game, in game three, really came to play and, and saved Atlanta's season probably. But, you know, Miami has done such a good job, especially in the first two games in defending him. I think they kind of get back to that, you know, focus, if you will, in, in shutting down Trey Young. I would be looking at under his points, under 27 and a half, maybe over on Jimmy Butler. Haven't really decided on that one, but to your point, the kind of the point you're making without Kyle Lowry, maybe that lends itself to Jimmy Butler going over his point total. Yeah, he's going to dominate the basketball here because Butler's not going to be one to try to want to facilitate and watch watch all these off-ball screen actions going for Hero and Duncan and trying to get them in their spaces for that. But Dunk, I think we'll see Butler want to play that role as being the, the leader of this team offensively. Uh, but I think it definitely slows the tempo down. So I, th I think that's the hard part right now for me to get involved in the prop market without these injuries, knowing where they're going to be. Um, but I think we'll see more of a concerted effort defensively from Miami to take away Trey and pick him up and maybe more denial for him. Maybe looking at the assist market for Trey Young because he will share the basketball too. It's not just going to be come across half court and chuck it here. So looking at his assist total as well, sitting at seven and a half, I might be looking at the total to go over for his assist total. Seven and a half is a good number. I'm seeing as high as nine and a half. So uh, yeah, seven and a half. Maybe we've got a bet for you there, Mr. Salinas. We're going to commercial. You can go ahead and log on. We'll be back in just a moment. We'll take a look at the Suns and the Pelicans as they get ready for game four today as a part of your NBA Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. 
Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. Taking a look at the baseball scoreboard, the Colorado Rockies now out to a 3-1 to lead over the Detroit Tigers. The Rockies, boy, and that NL West, man, that is a tough division as they continue to lead the Detroit Tigers here. Top of the fourth inning, 3-1 to in favor of Colorado. Your in-game total is now at 9. Boston Red Sox still leading the Tampa Bay Rays 2 to nothing. They were big underdogs today. That's the top of the fifth there in Tampa Bay. New York still leading the Cleveland Guardians 2 to nothing. Bottom of the second inning there in the Bronx. San Francisco increases their lead over the Washington Nationals to 3-1. to one. Your in-game total all the way to 11 in the nation's capital. Still no score between the Marlins and the Braves. Top of the third inning, the Marlins at bat. And the Cincinnati Reds have put a couple runs on the board, James. Get the party out there at the Great American Ballpark. 2 to nothing. the Cincinnati Reds leading 
leading Adam Wainwright and the St. Louis Cardinals in the bottom of the second inning. The Reds looking for just their third win on the season. Toronto and Houston, no score in the top of the first. The Chicago White Sox are on the board in the top of the first in Minnesota, leading the Twins one to nothing. In the NBA, they have gone to the half, and it's a 15-point advantage for the Milwaukee Bucks over the Chicago Bulls. 56-41, to 41, just a dominant first half for Giannis and company. 12.5 is the live number that the Milwaukee Bucks are now currently favored by. Your total has been coming down throughout, now at 208.5 in the live market. Later on this evening, the nightcap, the fourth of four games in the NBA playoff picture, will be in New Orleans. The Suns at the Pelicans, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And this was a really good game on Friday night in New Orleans. And James, I'll tell you what, the Pelicans, they are definitely showing up and not backing down, showing some fight here. I, I mean, this is the number one seed against the number eight seed, and the Pelicans really have not looked like an eight seed so far. Chris Paul, course was huge for Phoenix the other night with Devin Booker out of the lineup they went on to win the game and cover the number 114 to 111 the final and the Suns now hold a two games to one series advantage what we have for tonight is just about the same number Suns laying two and a half with a total of 215 I'm a little tempted to play the Pelicans here, James. I think they have a good shot at evening up this series just from what I saw on Friday night and what we've seen out of this team so far in the series. I think for New Orleans, you don't want to look at their overall record through the regular season and say, well, this is a, a team that was through the play-in. They were 10 games under 500. It's a different team since they were able to acquire C.J. McCollum in that kind of the midseason right before the All-Star break trade from Portland. Because we know C.J. McCollum has been there in the playoffs. He's made some great runs. He's somebody that can create his shot at anywhere on the floor, a tremendous shooter from the perimeter, and also somebody that can just create shots and create space off the bounce to, to get good looks at the basket and also create shots for others. And then you pair him up on the other side with Brandon Ingram and the, the his ability, again, to his the ball skill that he has to, to handle the ball, to be able to create his own shot, shoot up and over guys with the length that he has on his mid-range jump shot. I mean, both of these guys uh, in a half-court set and as well as in transition are, are – difficult to guard as a tandem but beyond those two I think that's the challenge here for the Pelicans is who else is going to score who else is going to get opportunities to, to put the ball in the basket I think on the interior we saw Valanciunas really got handled DeAndre Ayton decided to show up for this series in game three on Friday night he had a sensational first half I think he had 21 points I think Valanciunas got himself into some foul trouble early never really got himself in a rhythm and never found a flow offensively with with the with Ingram and McCollum really dominating the basketball Valanciunas was only one of five from the floor played just 26 minutes in that contest too. So I, I just think it's, it's yes, the Pelicans have the ability to be able to get baskets wet and create, create their own shots with Ingram and McCollum, but what happens when those plays break down? And what adjustments are we going to see from the Sun side? I think we saw it obviously having to adjust with the loss of Devin Booker for whatever the extended period of time is, whether it's a week, two weeks with that hamstring injury. Uh, but the one thing we know from the Suns is anytime you have Chris Paul out there, there's somebody that has the ability to adjust and especially adjust in-game, it is the veteran Chris Paul, and that's what we saw. First half, let's get DeAndre Ayton going in the post, in the on the interior, get their bigs in foul trouble for the Pelicans, let 
Aiton feast and get him going because he needs to be part of that offense inside and out with the loss of Booker and his ability to score. And then Paul in that fourth quarter in particular, second half, but fourth quarter, being able to come off that pick and roll and live where he loves to be in that kind of mid-range free throw line extended elbow kind of jump shot. And he excelled in that fourth quarter, knocking down big shot after big shot. Now it's a matter of, well, does Paul duplicate that kind of same offense? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to have the energy nor look to expend that kind of energy. He's going to pace himself through the course of four quarters. Who's going to be the beneficiary? Is it going to be Aiton? Uh, they're going to need to get a better game out of Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder has been awful in this series shooting the basketball from the perimeter. I think for Jay Crowder, he he's 0 for 14 from 3. He's their specialty shooter as one of their bigger power forwards out there to shoot the basketball. Going to have to do more than 5 points per game and 0-14 from three. I suspect we'll see a better game from Crowder. We'll probably see Paul try to get Jay Crowder going offensively, finding some easier baskets in the half court set. And I think over the course of four quarters, Brady, I just trust the Suns to be able to, to make the adjustments on the defensive side. Chris Paul being able to adjust in-game offensively as well. And yeah, New Orleans will be able to have their two scorers make some plays, but I don't think they're enough to carry them for a full four quarters. I think the Suns championship caliber team, these are the kind of games you win and step up in place of a player like Devin Booker. Chris Paul is that kind of guy that in game three, I think collectively the Suns will find a way to do that through the course of 48 minutes and win this game as well. Yeah, maybe the New Orleans Pelicans in the first half would be a better play. you got to expect that they will come out with some fire, certainly at least for 24 minutes. I agree with you. Certainly the better team is the Phoenix Suns here, and over the course of 48 minutes, that may play out. You wonder, you talk about Chris Paul making the great adjustment uh, in the first game without Devin Booker. Will he be able to repeat that again in a second game without his buddy there, Booker, in the lineup? And uh, tell you what, the player prop market, James, you mentioned DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul, you know, going to him in the absence of Booker, getting him 21 points there in the first half. And you look at this player prop market and the point total under or over for DeAndre Ayton is 20 and a half. I have to believe that's probably a little bit inflated from what we did yeah. see in game three. I would be wanting to take the under uh, 20 and a half points for DeAndre Ayton. You also talked about Jay Crowder and, and how absent he has been from anything uh, involving the offense for the Phoenix Suns. His point total is at nine and a half. I might want to go over that because, again, to the point you made, Chris Paul is going to have to get him more involved. If Phoenix wants to not only yep. win this series but continue in this NBA playoff run, this guy's got to start to get hot or do better than he is currently doing. So you would think that might be a point of emphasis for Chris Paul. And if he's going to give the ball to Crowder repeatedly, uh, it shouldn't be too difficult for him to get to double digits as far as points. So th those would be two I would be looking at in the player prop market. I, I think for the Suns, it is stretching the floor. And because you don't have Booker out there, these uh, the Pelicans are going to be able to uh, be a little more mindful of how they're going to play that high ball screen and defend Chris Paul in that mid-range game off free throw line extended. And you're going to need guys to be able to stretch the floor. Not only not only Jay Crowder. But you're also going to need, he's got a great stroke, uh, but as far as getting Johnson, Cam Johnson involved, shooting the basketball, get him some touches too. Now, his point total sitting at 13 and a half. He definitely has the ability to, to, to fill it up. He can shoot the ball from deep. He's a great finisher in transition. But to your point, I do. I think it's, they've, they've got a gut, not, not just so much for this game, but start to get their rhythm, offensive rhythm 
going again from how they were playing in the playoffs and the playoff run they made to the finals last year. It was all hands on deck, and it didn't rely on just one player to have to make plays and score the ball consistently on a nightly basis. You had nights where Cam Johnson was tearing it up from three and leading the team in transition, scoring the basketball, as well as Crowder being able to, to shoot the basketball. One I was looking at actually on the other side, and I know he's going to be playing spot minutes, but it's Jose Alvarado. I like that. That kid plays with some confidence out there. He's he's the kid from Queens who was always the smallest kid out there on the blacktop, plays through contact, not afraid to initiate contact, goes to the hole with no with no fear. I love the way Alvarado can play. His point total sitting at five and a half. I think he'll be able to, not going to get a ton of minutes, but when he's out there, he's going to be playing hard. I kind of like his point total to go over five and a half tonight. All right. Very good. I like it. Uh, boy, the Milwaukee Bucks, man. It, it is not looking good for the Chicago Bulls right now. A 21 point advantage. Drew Holiday with a big three pointer from beyond the arc. 63 to 43. Now a 20 point game in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. Adam Burke and some baseball next on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is all in for the draft next week in fabulous Las Vegas. We have a special draft preview show today, 6 p.m. Eastern. It'll be Tim Murray and Sean King breaking down the first round prospects and all the prop bets. Expert guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and his son. VSIN's draft preview special is today, 6 p.m. exclusively on VSIN. And don't forget to download our NFL draft betting guide featuring best bets mock drafts and everything you need to score big this draft season download it today for just ten dollars go to vcin.com slash draft for more information Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you for Betting Across America, brought to you by BetMGM. And we are joined by our friend and colleague, Adam Burke, on the set here. Nice of you to join us in studio. Happy Sunday morning to you. That's good to be here. Good to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been really nice not seeing you for a while. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Now, the last time I think I saw you was probably around Christmas. Uh, We went out to a, a local little spot where they have live music. That's about the last time I saw you, huh? I think so. Maybe in passing, but yeah. That was a good time, by the way. Thanks for showing me that place. Really good, yeah. The Sand Dollar Lounge. We'll have to get you out there next time you come to town, Mr. Salinas. Uh, get you updated on some baseball scores here. The Colorado Rockies have extended their lead over the Detroit Tigers, now 5-1. to one. Boston still 2 to nothing over Tampa Bay. New York extends their lead over the Guardians, 3 to nothing. San Francisco now 4-1 to one over Washington on their way to a sweep of the National Nationals there, top of the third inning. Miami and Atlanta still no score. Cincinnati now out to a 3-0 lead over the St. Louis Cardinals. No score between the Astros and Blue Jays. Chicago up on the Minnesota Twins, 1-0. Home half of the first inning there. Minnesota just coming to bat. Uh, Adam, you are certainly, uh, baseball is certainly one of your areas of expertise, and it's great to have you here at the network. We love baseball handicappers, especially this time of year. Uh, You've got uh, three 
three games we want to talk about here in this segment, the Orioles and the Angels. And the Orioles got the win on Saturday night. They have now moved to 6-9 and nine on the season. The Angels dropped to 8-7 and seven, and now a game back of the Seattle Mariners in the American League West. Today, it'll be Suarez hosting Ellis and the Angels, a heavy favorite here at better than $2. Minus 200 is the consensus number with a total of 9. Any opinions or bets on this one? No, no opinions or bets on this one. But one thing I will say is that Baltimore's bullpen has been outstanding here throughout the course of the season. That's been a really, really big factor for them as to why they've actually gotten off to a pretty decent start. They have not hit well at all whatsoever. They just had their first game go over the total a few days ago. They were 11-0-1 to the under to start the year. They just played a lot of low-scoring games, and when they're in that kind of environment, their bullpen has performed really, really well. The concern for today for Baltimore is that two of their primary relievers, closer Jorge Lopez and setup man Dylan Tate, have both pitched three of the last four days. And in fact, I'm going to write about this this week in Point Spread Weekly, about how to handicap bullpens, what to look for, and all of that. Bullpen usage and availability is a really, really big factor to me when it comes to full game handicapping. So even though this is a pretty big price on Baltimore, who's played a lot of those games that they can win, their bullpen could be handicapped today by guys just being a little bit tired. So wound up staying off the game despite having kind of an initial thought that this line was a little too high. Adam, I want to ask you about that. So before we go through the other games on the card, thinking about the full game bets and knowing, and especially the the depth of bullpens that you, that you're aware of and how these players are, you very keen on on how these bullpens look, not only their usage but their effectiveness. And these players coming into the season, you clearly know uh, the the depth of quality of of talent that is within all of these teams' bullpens. I'm wondering. In the in-game market and the depth that you, the the knowledge that you have with bullpens and figuring out, do you play a lot of in-game? Maybe er, not so much early in the season, but as you start to progress through the season, you get a better handle on knowing the quality of these bullpens for each of these teams. Do you get involved in-game knowing the situations like you talked about, where they're really digging into the bullpens four out of the last five games, those types of things? Is that a market that you've been able to start to tap into based on your knowledge and depth of bullpen? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not something that I've done, as you mentioned, early on in the year. I think it's a little bit trickier because we do get a lot of short starts from these starting pitchers as they kind of get into the game. So you wind up with both teams having to use their bullpens extensively. But that is absolutely a factor. And I always go back to this example because it's one of the most obvious. The Milwaukee Brewers, right? If Josh Hader's pitched back-to-back days, they are very, very reluctant to use him a third day. So if the Brewers are in a close game, I figure Josh Hader is probably not available. If Devin Williams has pitched back-to-back days or three or four, something like that, he's probably not available. So I'd look to either go against the Brewers or maybe play a you know live over, something like that, just with the expectation that their best relievers won't be able to go. You know, I think that the Guardians are going to be a very good example of this this year because they have a very shallow bullpen. They don't have a lot of depth back there. So it's a scenario to me where – It's not even just if it's a close game, you know, will they have their top relievers available? It's also if they're trailing, they're not going to burn any of their guys. So you can wind up maybe betting that team that has a lead to tack on some insurance runs or something like that, kind of play a live run line, one of those different types of things. I think those opportunities are absolutely present in the Major League Baseball market and things that people should be looking for if they're following along with the games and, you know, know who's pitched and who hasn't. 
All right, let's take a look at the Oakland Athletics hosting the Texas Rangers. First pitch will go at 107 Pacific, 407 Eastern time today in Oakland, where they are drawing nary a fan out there at the Oakland Coliseum. The A's playing pretty decent ball, though. They're 8-8, eight eight, 500 on the year. Texas has taken the first two games of this series. They're at 5-9. and nine. Richards versus Irvin in this one. And the Rangers, Adam, actually a short road favorite which is not, you know, that's surprising because Texas was one of those teams we didn't figure to be that great this year. Now they've won a couple in a row here at Oakland. Oakland was a team we thought would be awful, and they have kind of surprised the other way. They've been pretty darn good. But Texas, a short road favorite here, about minus 110 with a total of 7.5. Yeah, I had a couple of things of interest in this game, and I wound up settling on playing the over 7.5, and and that is one of the picks in my daily article today over at vsin.com pulling the curtain back a little bit because that is a subscriber article and we've got that $59 special through July 31st but I took the over in this game and I thought about taking the Rangers because the Rangers are a top five offense against lefties so far they profile as a very good offense against lefties they've got a lot of right-handed bats including their new free agent signings uh, and, and Marcus Semien and then Corey Seager but but the thing for them is it's Garrett Richards opening, and then Spencer Howard is the bulk reliever for this game. Now, Spencer Howard has made one appearance this year, gave up six runs over three or four innings uh, to the Toronto Blue Jays, gave up three home runs in that start as well. No, Oakland's offense is not Toronto's. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm simply saying that you do all this work to get ready for the year. Then all of a sudden he misses two weeks because of a blister and a cracked fingernail. Now he's got to come back out and try to get back into rhythm. And I think that could be a difficult thing for him. So even though I don't like the Oakland lineup a whole lot, I think this is a decent matchup for them against Garrett Richards and then Spencer Howard. I don't like either one of these bullpens. So I went ahead and took the seven and a half, the over seven and a half in this game. Adam, I want to jump to and get your perspective on not only this game with the Mariners, I want to jump to the Mariners and the Royals here, and Robbie Ray going to get the start for his new team here with the Mariners. But looking at I know it's a small sample size, but do you kind of get a sense of a team's collective approach when it comes to what, what they're doing in the batter's box? You look at the Royals right now, they're last in the league with only 28 walks through the first 15 games for them, but they've also struck out a league low 89 times as opposed to the Mariners. They lead Major League Baseball with 70 base on balls, including eight last night against the Royals in that 13 to seven win. Do you kind of look to see, do you see certain teams collective team approach at the plate, uh, how they're approaching that a certain pitcher, anything like that, that factors into your handicap. And in particular here with the Mariners versus the Royals today. Yeah, absolutely. Something I want to mention real quickly, Corey Steger does bat left-handed, but Mitch Garver is the guy I was thinking of. He's a righty that hits lefties very well uh, for that Texas lineup. But as far as the Mariners go, so Seattle tries to hit a lot of fly balls. And generally speaking, it's not a great strategy in Seattle. And so far this year, it has not been a great strategy because of the baseball. There's increased drag with the humidor. A lot of things we'll talk about tonight on the run line uh, from 8 to 10 Eastern time. But the Mariners do try to hit for power. They do actively try to hit for power. And they're also a very patient lineup that walks a lot, but they still make a lot of contact. In tonight's game, I actually like the Mariners quite a bit. I actually took the run line in this game, minus that one and a half with Ray against Carlos Hernandez. Carlos Hernandez has one strikeout so far this year in eight and two thirds. He's given up a lot of high velocity contact, a lot of barreled balls, things that Seattle should be able to have some success with as this season goes along. 
And for Robbie Ray, his first two starts in cold weather cities, and the weather was terrible in Minnesota and Chicago for those two outings, pitched really well in his Mariners home debut his last time out. So went ahead and took the run line here, but I also think that this Seattle offense is starting to find its groove a little bit. Some of the young guys are starting to come around like a Julio Rodriguez. Uh, So I'm definitely buying the Mariners here, at least in the short term, hoping that maybe down the line they get a little bit overpriced and I can fade them. But I do like them here tonight, and I think that they win this game comfortably. All right, three more games on the Major League Baseball card for your Sunday to break down with Adam Burke when we come back on the other side. Over in the NBA, it is now back down to a 15-point advantage for the Milwaukee Bucks, 75-60. to They lead the Chicago Bulls with just over five minutes left to go in the third quarter there. They are underway at the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Wes Reynolds came up just short, had a guy finish second place on his European tour bet this morning. I've got Sam Burns and Billy Horschel trailing Xander Schauffele and Patrick Cantlay by five shots. Trying to root them home here. We'll be back in just a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. 
Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the king of sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 20 21 years of age or older to wager. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Back to the NBA scoreboard here. They have gotten down to the final four minutes of the third quarter here, and the Milwaukee Bucks now up by seven. 17, 79 to 62 over Chicago in the live market. They are 15 and a half point favorites and your total has gone back up now to 215 and a half for your in-game total. The Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets will be coming up here in about 45 minutes from now from the Mile High City. James Salinas is in the Mile High City. Adam Burke and I here in studio at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa going over the final three baseball games for your Sunday night. A good one for Sunday night tonight, Adam. The Brewers and the Phillies. The Phillies have really been struggling. They've only won three out of their last ten, but they get their ace, Aaron Nola, on the bump tonight. And they are minus 150 favorites with a total of seven and a half. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, the Phillies, I call them a beer league softball team because it's basically what they are. I mean, they can hit, they cannot <laughs> pitch, and they cannot field. So, That's great. <laughs> you know, they're the type of team that I'm really not that surprised to see them struggling here at the outset, especially with what we've seen with the baseball. It is suppressing offense. So the details matter a little bit more. Relief pitching and defense, and the Phillies do not really excel in either one of those areas. With that being said, tonight they face Eric Lauer of the Brewers, a guy that I am pretty high on, but Philadelphia has been one of the top offenses against lefties here so far this season. So I thought about taking the Brewers plus the, the nice plus money price in that plus 135 range, but because of what Philadelphia has done against lefties, couldn't really pull the trigger. Devin Williams and Josh Hader both pitched yesterday, so they'd be working back-to-backs as well, like what we talked about in the previous segment. So no action for me tonight on Sunday Night Baseball, but that could change if I do get an in-game opportunity, and we'll be covering that game live on tonight's edition of the Run Line, so it should be a lot of fun there. Adam, I want to backtrack a little bit. Brady and I were talking about this game earlier and referencing the Cubs and the Pirates. And one of the things that I typically do for baseball is I'm just going to look at the weather report and ensure that we might not have a game that is impacted by weather, in this case, rain. Because a lot of times we're, we're basing our handicap on the starting pitching, and we know if there's a... a if a game starts and there might be a potential for an extended rain delay, there goes your starter. He's pulled out of the game early. So it's just something that, I, that I'll look for early in the handicap. And, and also knowing that, and maybe not in this case here with Pittsburgh and Chicago because they do play within the division. But, you know, as the season progresses and you're playing non-divisional games or interleague games, there's more of an urgency to get those games played. How do you handle weather situations like we're talking about here with, with the Chicago Cubs and the Pittsburgh Pirates? How does that factor into your handicap on a, on an annual basis. 
Yeah, well, there are two different layers of it to me. The first is because I write the daily article over at vcin.com, if it's a game that looks like it's probably going to get rained out, I won't spend a whole lot of time you know, publicly handicapping it, publicly talking about it. I will still do so on a personal level and just see if there's anything that I like in the game. But to your point, you're absolutely right. You know, Rain could wipe out a starter. And this is also a game, and of course this happens all the time at Wrigley Field, it's going to be very windy with the wind blowing out, much like it was yesterday. We saw the 21 nothing final. Today's total was 10 with the wind blowing out at Wrigley Field. So, you know, I definitely at least look at weather from a wind standpoint to be sure. But from a weather, from a rain, you know, precipitation standpoint, it is something that you definitely want to factor in the equation because you look at the Pirates, for example, if they had started this game and their starter goes maybe an inning and two thirds, two innings, something like that, and then there's a long rain delay. They gave up 21 runs yesterday. Their bullpen had to work a lot in that game. So it's definitely something that you file away and consider. Uh, but you know, like I said, I mean, I, I handle it differently in terms of generating content off of it, but then also what I do with the game personally. Taking a look at the scores, updating Colorado and Detroit. The Rockies now out on top of the Tigers, 6-1, to one, bottom of the fifth inning there. Colorado looking to win that series two games to one in Detroit. The Tampa Bay Rays have taken the lead over the Boston Red Sox, now 3-2 to two in the top of the sixth inning there, and your live total is still at 7.5. The New York Yankees increasing their lead over the Guardians to 6 to nothing. Garrett Cole pitching a shutout over there, and we were Remember, James, when we talked about this game, that total was at six and a half. Well, that is certainly being threatened to go over the total at this point. Your in-game number is nine and a half. The Washington Nationals have closed the gap with the San Francisco Giants. Four to three now. San Francisco out in front. Washington still batting in the bottom of the uh, bottom of the fourth inning. Still no score between the Marlins and the Braves. And Cincinnati still up on St. Louis. Three to nothing. No score between and the Astros. There you go. Just put up a run one to nothing over the Toronto Blue Jays bottom of the second inning there in Houston to Chicago White Sox still leading Minnesota one to nothing Adam let's talk about the game in the other desert Madison Bumgarner will take on Tyler McGill and it was opening day I was on my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni the day before opening day and Tyler McGill got the call for the Mets Matt, uh, Max Scherzer wasn't quite ready yet of course Jacob deGrom was still on the shelf and McGill got the call to get the opening day start for the New York Mets and I was telling Stormy I really like this guy I think he's kind of the unknown quantity in this Mets rotation because their whole team really is so star-studded. This guy's kind of the forgotten man. Um, Madison Bumgartner certainly a little past his prime, but I might look to McGill here today against the Snakes. Yeah, I really like Tyler McGill as well. He's a guy that's very big, six foot seven. He throws 97, 98 miles per hour. And he's throwing so much closer to home plate than a lot of guys because of his height that it plays his velocity up even more. So the fact that he added velocity coming into this season. You know, it looks like he's throwing more like 100 to the hitters that are up there. So, you know, I, I really like Tyler McGill. I think he's a guy that can really develop nicely. And also, too, look, I mean, there's nothing better for a young pitcher than being in the same clubhouse as Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer. Right. Carlos Carrasco is a guy who was you know, a great teammate with the Indians for a long period of time. He'll certainly help the kid out with the slider and the change up and all those different types of things. So I'm very, very high on Tyler McGill as we go forward here for this season. Not so high Madison Bumgarner, obviously. And look, his numbers look pretty good here so far, but he has given up a good amount of hard hit balls so far this season. I think regression is coming for him. The only thing I could do here, despite the big number, uh, is to lay that Mets price if I was going to get involved. 
Let's look at the the rivalry game, the big game today. And it's always, it feels like when we're talking about the Padres and the Dodgers, definitely two of the teams when you're talking about payroll and the halves within Major League Baseball, those two teams definitely qualify. And I feel like every time that we've seen, especially the last year or two uh, since San Diego has made the commitment to to boosting that lineup uh, and boosting that roster, is if every game feels like the the the, the atmosphere at the, with the crowds are great, the intensity on the field is playing at like a post season level and then we have a great pitching matchup today and then you factor that in with the two pitchers that both of these teams have great gloves out there san diego so far the only team through major league baseball to not commit an error the dodgers only committed four errors to this point uh defensively so how do you see this game it's a great pitching matchup here you got two teams that play very well defensively even though you have stellar lineups this total sitting at seven how do you feel about this game going into this with the Dodgers being a, a pretty hefty favorite on the road right around 155-160? Yeah, I think this is a tough game to play from a side standpoint, James, because you've got a couple of teams here that they take a lot of pitches. These are the two teams with two of the lowest swing rates in Major League Baseball. The problem is that Sean Manaya for the Padres and Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers don't walk people. So you can't just sit up there and hope to get walked, work deep counts, all of that. These two guys really attack the strike zone and do so effectively. So these two offenses might be out of their elements a little bit here. Having to put balls in play early in the count, kind of lean towards the under seven, but it's very, very tough when you're talking about a total of seven with all the offensive talent on these two teams. The one thing I guess I could make a case for here is that the one weakness that it appears the Dodgers have had over the last few years has been performance against left-handed pitching. They have decimated righties. They've been one of the top two or three offenses in baseball against righties each of the last few seasons, they do struggle a little bit with lefties. So maybe you could consider Sean Manai and the Padres for the first five. They've got some bullpen injuries, so I'd be very worried about them from a full game standpoint. But they don't hit lefties all that well. Sean Manai has pitched well over a strikeout per inning. I could talk myself into Padres' first five. I didn't play anything in this game, but I'm watching the Manaya start very closely because – Two of his three starts this year have been against Arizona and I believe Washington. So he's faced a couple of offenses that are really, really not good. Uh, we'll see what he does here. Uh, we'll see what he does here today against a very good Dodgers lineup. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. I love talking baseball, and I can't wait to uh, listen to your show later today, The Run Line. I think it's awesome that Vison has done that. Of course, James, it was like you and I with the pro football blitz, and we're watching Sunday night football there. You guys watching Sunday night baseball. Real quick, who's the best division in baseball right now? National League West. There you go. National League West, uh, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Colorado Rockies, red hot. James, thank you, to my, uh, thank you to you, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I'll talk to you next weekend. Thank you to everybody for tuning in to Betting Across America. More of BAA will continue here with Wes Reynolds and Dave Ross at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. 
Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.